So if any studio hires you, but it's underpaid, mm. but for experience, can we took it or wait for a better one? Oh, man. Uh, I would say, <laughs> and I'm interested, Brent, to have your perspective for this one. But mm. for me, if you judge that it's a good opportunity, you should 100% uh, take it. And I would say mm. the other way around, the, the opposite is not true. If if you feel that it's not going to be a great experience, but the pay is so good that you're going to take it anyway, I would rather go for the uh, the underpaid uh, gig that's going to bring you a good experience. I've in my career, I think that I've took one gig that was clearly underpaid for the number of years of experience that that I had at that level. It's actually went uh, I went to work in in London for double negative on uh, Hellboy two. Um, it was I don't know. It, it's hard to judge it. it a long time now, but it, I would say it was probably half of what I could make in, in Montreal. But first, I wanted to, to uh, my wife and I, we wanted to travel. London was on our top three uh, list, so we wanted mm -hmm. the life experience of it. Um, I wanted to test VFX. Uh, I wanted to work with someone like Guillermo del Toro. I went mm -hmm. there, met my admission supervisor, um, uh, Hammond Butler. Hammond Butler introduced me to Jason Ryan when I got to DreamWorks. Jason <laughs> Ryan actually is the one that brought That's me at iAnimate, and without iAnimate, there would probably no be eventually Agra Studio, and if there would not be Agra Studio, then Agra Community. So we would basically not be here today <laughs> yeah. if I didn't accept <laughs> this it. underpaid work 15 years go. ago uh, for an opportunity that was like, okay, well, I, I know that I could make twice this uh, this amount of money in an other studio, but I want to live in this city for six months. I want to have this VFX experience. I want to work for mm -hmm. this director. I want this experience. So, you know, the pay is going to be just enough to pay for the rent and the cost of living. And that's it. I'm not going to bring uh, any more money, but that it was a hundred percent worth it. Yeah, I'm with David on this, except I'll, I'll add a couple extra little things. I think the main thing is you got to do the math money is not the only compensation. Hmm. David just listed a whole pile of things that are in that package, right? It's like he needed to weigh all of the things. Yeah, sure, okay. Maybe the pay was a con, but he also had in the pros checking a bunch of really big box uh, boxes, like some bucket list boxes, like living in London. Like London is one of the sort of premier cities in the entire world, right? It's like a ma major city. Um, you know, it's, 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 uh, there's all, it's it, right in the smack dab in the middle of Europe. So it would be a perfect launch pad to then travel and see other parts of Europe. So, you know, obviously that was a main factor. The other thing that I need to, this should be part of the, the, the equation should be the actual supervisors themselves. Is this an, an opportunity for you to learn? Right. Is it an opportunity? Like, so, okay, fine. I'll take a little less pay because I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to work under Ted T or something like that. I'm not trying to draw a comparison under Ted T and pay because um, I'm, I'm sure his team pay, pay, pay excellently. Point is, is that Ted is an amazing mentor. And so if you can find yourself working at a company where your supervisor is not just some supervisor, but someone who's like a kind of like an animation coach at the same time, this is huge. So that has to, that has to factor in at the end of the day in that math. The other thing I'd say is once you've got, once you've done that math and you you feel like you have an equation that makes sense in your mind that, okay, there's more pros than cons and you're willing to make the plunge, set your limits. There's a difference between taking um, an opportunity that, you know, that pays a little less for these other things. But if that equation changes while you're there, 
supervisor, you get moved on to a different team or, you know, something else changes. You get transferred to a different division and it's a different city or something like that. You're no longer in London. You have to always be willing to reevaluate because what happens is people, these kind of things happen sometimes. And then they're now they find themselves bitter and jaded because they're getting paid not enough for what, what it is that they're, they feel like they're doing. And all those other pros seemingly vanished. And, um, you know, and another thing too, is like, it should be for a temp, like a temporary amount of time, you know, because maybe they're, they're not willing to pay now, but I mean, if you, if they offer you another job after that, then, you know, maybe it's at, at that time you've, you've decided in the back of your mind, if I stay longer than that, that original contract, then I'm going to want to renegotiate my pay. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's something that's very personal, something that you need to decide on your own. Just don't become that bitter person who complains about pay. Because those people quickly find themselves disliked because they're usually just the whiners who become like they're just they, they, they get viewed as mercenaries, like because you are in control. You don't have to stay at that company. If you feel like you're being undervalued, then go. Honestly, yeah. do yourself a favor and everyone around you and go and find the job that you feel like you're not going to be no, you're no longer going to be undervalued. You are you're the only one stopping yourself from 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 from, you know, you're, you're the one stopping yourself from from being remedied from that situation. Yeah. Yeah, know, know your value and yeah. know exactly why you've accepted for a period of time to be compensated lower than your value for those other uh, reason. One one maybe more tough for me would be unpaid overtime. If you get somewhere, even if you're being compensated uh, properly, if you're uh, offered to work overtime, but it's not going to be compensated, I'm not saying to not do it, but you know, just think about it because that's something that you can, it, it's, you know, once you get there, it's easy to just wake up a year after and say, oh my God, my entire life went to do overtime. And on top of that, yeah. I feel like I've been, you know, used because yes, I've it, not even been compensated. So exactly. don't don't put yourself in a situation that you think that you're going to totally. be resentful uh, uh, over time. And I uh, and just to come back to the uh, DNAC job, I just remember that the reason why so was so much underpaid. It was because at that time I already had a, a lead experience in the uh, ah, yeah. class, and it was actually an opening for a junior position, mm, and I was so the yeah. only opening. So I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. can I apply even if I'm a senior?" To <laughs> say, "Well, yeah, but you're yeah. still just going to be paid that, so right?" Because you were overqualified. Because they had they. Because what happens with these teams is they often open up a number of seats, but they are seats based on certain certain um, experience levels, so juniors, intermediates, and seniors. So mm -hmm. for them, they're just like I. I guess we'll take you for as, as a junior because if you're willing to work for a junior rate, like why would we say no to that? But it's because David had, he'd done the math, right? Set the limits, do the math, make sure that you're actually doing it for the right, for the reasons.